through 100 episodes successfully completed, we can finally now say that Silvercross Sudbury has been supporting us and helping us get to this goal since day one. Silvercross Sudbury is your go-to place for any quality home accessibility equipment you are looking for. Visit them on 760 Notre Dame Avenue here in Sudbury or call them at 705-222-0700. From walkers to hospital beds to wheelchairs to stair lifts, they have it all. And not to mention, Dean and Chantel Jacqueline, who are the owners, are first-class people and will make your experience visiting Silvercross a great one. Make sure to check out Silvercross Subbury for any healthcare inquiries you may have. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on people, live with me. Where the light has never shone And the hornets flock like hummingbirds Speaking in a foreign tongue This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life This is my life, this is my life, this is my life What is going on everybody? Welcome to week 102 of Behind the Bench How is everybody doing? You are in the interview portion of the week. Today, we have Evan Conyon coming on the podcast from the Sudbury Wolves. He came to chat about the upcoming playoff uh, series against the Peterborough Peets, as well as his whole career and some good golf talk as well as that. So without any further ado, let's send it off to Evan Conyon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by another wolf on the pod. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and was taken in the fourth round of the 2020 OHL Priority Selection by the Wolfers this year. He's tallied 45 points. Please welcome Evan Conyon to the BTB podcast. How you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing good, bud. We're doing good. Um, Connie, as the boys like to call you, um, the boys jump up in the standings here near the end of the year. You guys get Peter, bro, uh, in the first round. How are you boys feeling uh, heading into it? Yeah, I mean, um, I think Peter, bro, is kind of a matchup we all wanted. I mean, uh, pretty sure we beat them, I think, four out of the five times we played them this year. So that's something that we've definitely taken a look at. And I know uh, all the boys are kind of chomping at the bit here to get going Thursday. Yeah, no kidding. That'll be it'll be electric for sure. Um, and I mean, this season for you guys, I mean, you want to talk about adversity from sussies to trades to new coaching staff. I mean, you guys have really been a part of part of it all. So I mean, how you guys just been able to adapt throughout this whole season? Yeah, I think it's well, first of all, I think it's a really good like characteristic of our group that we've been able to uh continue to play well with so much change kind of going on this year, but you know, I think everyone's really excited, and I think it's put us in a really good spot here coming down to the playoffs, and um, hopefully it uh, kind of uses – we can use some momentum from it to hopefully make a little bit of a run here. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And actually, we met you for the first time in the Ben Leeson media room. Now, were there any thoughts that went in your head when you you told you had more questions from different people and it was one of them was wearing a trapper hat? Um, I mean – did, did any thoughts when you when you saw us there? No, I, I don't know. I've seen I've seen like a couple stuff on social media that you guys do. I know Farzi's <laughs> always talking about you guys and golf and stuff. So uh, I kind of knew who you were, but I wasn't sure quite too sure what the question would be. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's unreal. 
Unreal. All right, Evan, uh, this is Tom's favorite question. He couldn't make it tonight, so I'm going to ask it for him. How did it all start for you, and like, when did you actually get to start playing hockey? Uh, so I actually was born in Newmarket, so I am Canadian. There you go. <laughs> some, guys, some guys disagree with me, but <laughs> um, I started just kind of like skating in Newmarket when I was younger, um, never really played. And then uh, my parents, my dad's job transferred us to Nashville of all places. So that's kind of really where I first started playing. I just played like kind of house league down there and then um, tried out for like the Junior Preds AAA organization, made that and then. Um, just kind of kept sticking with it and then, um, played junior preds most of my whole life. And then when I was like 14 or 15, uh, me and my dad were like, okay, like kind of want to do this, like let's make a move. So, um, then went to Pittsburgh and kind of went to a better team and just kind of took off from there. I mean, uh, we had a really good team, uh, in Pittsburgh and then, um, just kind of enjoyed the two years I spent there and then um kind of like me and my dad liked it so much our whole family moved to Pittsburgh just because it was a great city yeah um and then uh uh played my U15 year in Pittsburgh and then Sudbury drafted me and kind of hard to say no I don't know it was a, it seemed like a really good opportunity for me and just took advantage of it so that's how I'm here wow man that's wild that is wild nuts. uh so Evan I have, I have cousins that play in Detroit and they have a lot of players that will come play on their team essentially and live out of a hotel for the week, then kind of go yeah. home. Is that what your situation was? Or did you guys uh, buy a exactly. house there and kind of, we kind of, we had like a, just a townhouse um, that we stayed in, like a kind of apartment townhouse that uh, we stayed in. And then on holidays and stuff, we'd go back uh, to Nashville to see like a rest of our family and stuff. And then um, just last year, we finally decided to make the full move and build a house in Pittsburgh. So now that's where we permanently live. Awesome. So you get yeah. football, hockey, you get everything. Yeah. I'm not get honestly not a huge football guy, but I've been to a couple of Steelers games. They're pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, so I guess Pittsburgh wasn't always a huge place for you, but were you, did you grow up, you grew up in the Sydney Crosby era. Was he someone you kind of gravitated towards once you moved? Yeah. To I mean, I think, I think actually my first like jersey I got, I remember like a little kid, I got like the Crosby Winter Classic jersey. I thought it was the sickest thing ever. <laughs> so I've always been like a pretty big Penguins fan, but um, wasn't like uh, I'm a Leafs guy number one, but Penguins oh, are close. No way, Leafs. That's the last team I would have guessed. I would have guessed on all of it. That's that's now Tom's really missing out. So I guess we'll ask. <laughs> I mean. What do you think of the Leafers, uh, obviously, heading into to this playoff? Tom says they have what it takes to do it, but he says it every year. So I don't know. I like it. I just something, I don't know. Like, I've been watching the last couple games. There's something, I don't know. Something's not, not quite there, but I don't know. Maybe they'll surprise you in the first round. I think, I think goaltending might be an issue, which I can speak for probably a lot of Leafs fans. But I don't know. I like O'Reilly. Add lots of depth. Hopefully he comes back soon. I don't know exactly yeah. what his timeline is but i don't know just He'll be back for playoffs yeah we'll see, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. i'm not I, I i can't ever make predictions with the leafs because we don't know how that ends up <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely right absolutely right and and like you mentioned um going back um to playing in pittsburgh you got to play with some some great teams that logan cooley was uh what was on your squad i mean did you know he was going to be a stud right out the get-go 
yeah, he was he was kind of just head and shoulders above everyone else, <laughs> even when we were 15. <laughs> um, he was pretty nasty. Um, just like uh, some of the plays he'd make when we were younger, to like you're just sitting there, like, how did you do that? But yeah. um, I just saw his team made it to the Frozen Four, so good for him. I still talk to him during the summers and stuff. We skate together, so he's a good guy. But um, pretty cool that he went third overall in the draft and he was on my team, so it's kind of cool. But yeah. uh, yeah, he was he was a heck of a player. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, and and going into draft days, so. Like, how did you find out you were going to Sudbury? I think it was during COVID, too, all that stuff. Like, take us through draft day. We always like hearing uh, hearing the stories from it. Yeah, I was just at home. Like, I was I was interested in the OHL just because I was, like, um, born in Newmarket and stuff. Like, yeah. I've always kind of considered the OHL as an option. I wasn't too sure mm-hmm. really what I wanted to do, go to college or the OHL. And then um, I was just kind of watching the draft at home, like, I didn't like have too many expectations. Like there was maybe something earlier in the draft that I was like, eh, maybe it's going to happen. Didn't happen. So then I was just like, okay, well I'll sit and see, we'll see where I end up. And then I think Rob called me, you know, Rob called my agent and was like, is Evan interested in coming to Sudbury? And then I was like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know much about Sudbury, but I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> like I knew Byfield and stuff. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like they made Byfield or like Byfield played here and, kind of so um and then Sudbury ended up picking me in the fourth round and then um I got to Dario called me and a bunch of the other like uh Wolf staff called me and right away made me feel really welcome and kind of felt like somewhere where I wanted to be just how welcoming they were and um teach uh teaching me about the program and stuff about the city so I, I felt like it was kind of a good idea for me to maybe look into it a bit more and then that's how I ended up signing there so I'm very happy with my decision and I love Sudbury yeah good stuff how did you actually learn where the city of Sudbury was did did you know already or did you have to google maps that no uh I have a cottage like an hour or two hours south of Sudbury in Muskoka so I've heard of Sudbury but I didn't know exactly like where it was but like I don't know (laughs) Uh, so oh, co- yeah. COVID hits and you lose year one right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, what did that break look like for you? Like not playing hockey for the first time for an extended period of time. Yeah, it was kind of a, a disaster. <laughs> like you kept, <laughs> kept hearing things like, oh, we're going to start. And then kind of get your hopes up and then nothing ever happens. And then, I don't know, it was kind of hard to stay focused. I just, I stayed in Pittsburgh a lot, just skated, worked out with a group of OHL guys, um, kind of just uh, ready to go whenever. And then um, there was a league, it's called like the NCDC. It's like a league kind of out of Boston, but they're playing in like a bubble in Florida. So I was like, my agent asked me if I wanted to go play there. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go play in Florida for a couple of months. Yeah. Why not? I, I know. That, yeah. Goyette was already down there too. He did the same thing as me. So I actually went down there to play um, and then was not able to play because a bunch of teams were throwing temper tantrums, I guess is the polite way to put it, about me and Goyette playing in that league. <laughs> <laughs> like some senior men's league. The guys yeah. come and snapping it around. <laughs> <laughs> so they were too thrilled about that. So teams were like threatening to get sued and stuff if we played so we were like oh wow yeah I don't know exactly what happened (laughs) I was told I was not allowed to play um and 
were, were you there in Florida? Yeah, I and, went down there. Oh, wow. Took warm ups, and then they were like, "Hey, <laughs> so, sorry, bud, you're not going." <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable! Wow, yeah. well, a little vacation to Florida. Don't yeah, either, though, a couple yeah. rounds of golf, and it was it was it wasn't too bad. But um, yeah. and then after that, I went to actually play. Um, for Musty and Marv's team, the North Jersey Avalanche U16. So that's, I played five games with them, just trying to get games in wherever I could. Yeah. Um, when I think Musty was actually hurt at the time, so they kind of needed a player just to play a couple tournaments with them, and that was no problem because I, there's always a big deal like transferring from Hockey Canada to Hockey USA just to play, but because I hadn't played in Canada yet, I was still able to go over there and play oh, for um the North Jersey Avalanche. So I played. I think two weekends there, just trying to get games in whenever I could. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the first year, I guess your your second year, but rookie season. Um, I mean, how bad were you guys chomping at the bit to just get going and play hockey again? No, yeah, I was. I mean, I remember our first preseason game in the Sioux. I was like, I just so happy to be playing. Like, <laughs> finally felt like I don't want to say like I got like emotional, but I was like, holy cow! Like, I've been waiting for this. So it felt like it almost made it better just because of how long I had to wait for that first game. Sure. It was awesome. Yeah. Preseason game probably felt like a playoff game at that yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no doubt. And I mean, moving here um, to Sabri, I mean, w- was it hard to adjust? Like, obviously, you're coming here at a young age. We always like asking that too. How was the adjustment for you moving back? Uh, not moving back, but moving here to Suds. Yeah. It, it was really wasn't that hard of an adjustment. I mean, I think I have the best billet mom in the world. She makes, she makes living here just like feeling at home. It's awesome. It's awesome. I almost spend some more time here after the year's over. I have so, it's a good time. <laughs> but no, my adjustment was really good. Um, like everyone in Sudbury makes you feel so welcome. Like obviously you miss your friends and buddies back home, but you have. 22 new buddies that you get to learn and meet new stuff about. So that was awesome. And I mean, some of the guys on our team are like my best friends now, like brothers for life. So it's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Um, And I think I noticed elite prospects. So I don't know. It says you got drafted in USHL the year after 2021. Like, did you know that happened? Like, was it, was it just like, they were just whatever throwing the dart at the wall, hope something would stick or like what happened there? kind of funny story so I was my um my agent was like I don't think it's too bad of an idea just because like you never know with the OHL like even during the summer guys are still kind of questioning like is it really going to start like what what's going on here so he was like it's not a bad idea like always keep something in your back pocket and that's kind of all I ever heard about that and then I was actually at prom (laughs) and uh this kid's dad came up to me. He's like, Hey, Ev, you were just drafted in the USHL. I was like, Really? <laughs> I was like, Where? <laughs> He's like, uh, Sioux Falls Stampede. I was like, Oh, sweet. <laughs> and oh, then my so, God. So the next day, the, like, the guy or their general manager called me and was um, really nice. Just kind of said, like, like he said, just kind of throwing a dart at the wall. Like, the OHL doesn't work out. Like, uh, uh, we think we'd like to have you and stuff. So I actually went out to camp there. Like just the OHL wasn't going anytime soon. So I went to camp. Actually, I really enjoyed Sioux Falls. I was, it was a it was a tough decision for me because um, Sioux Falls they have a beautiful rink. It's huge. They get they have a good fan base. But I don't know. Like it was a tough decision for me. It kind of came down to the wire. But 
I don't know, just something something told me Sudbury was right for me. So that's kind of the decision I made. Yeah, some, something about said something about the old barn, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, like you mentioned, you know, arenas are a big draw for sure. Um, for guys and and just good facilities. I mean, you any any take on on the old barn um at all? Like how the boys like you know you hear hear this and that about about it it moving in. Obviously, just a, a gong show here in, in the city, which obviously you guys have to deal with. But yep. um, yeah, any thoughts on, on the old barn? Personally, I love it. I think it's yep. so sick. I love like when the crowd gets going in there. It's yeah, my favorite arena to play in. Not even like playing in Kitchener, London. Like it is cool, but I don't know something, especially probably because they're cheering for you instead of the other yeah. team. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something about when the Sudbury crowd gets going, it, it fires me up, and I love playing at home. I mean. It's probably not the newest barn in the league by any means, probably the oldest, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, I really enjoy it. And I actually really like the new Jumbotron too. I think that kind of brings yeah. a new field, new field of the arena, but um, I don't know. I like a new barn would be cool, but I really enjoy playing in the Sudbury community arena. For, for sure. The, the crowd, there's been some good crowds this year too. It gets rowdy. Yeah, Mace, yeah Mace is going nuts. Mace is trying to catch, catch t-shirts. I'm not sure if uh, you caught that. He missed one by a mile. Uh, yeah. Uh, on his <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evan, uh, did you know about the wolf on the wire before you came here? Or was that game one out of nowhere? This wolf just comes out there. I don't know if I actually knew about it, but like I took, uh, I, I came up to Sudbury for it was during the covid year actually i came up to Sud- i was at my cottage um and i came up to sudbury to like for like um there was some skates going on at garson with like stillman and um farzy was there um just a couple other like local ohl guys like drew and stuff so um i came up to skate and then so I, i've never seen the ring so uh rob took me on a tour of the rink and he was kind of like explaining to me what like what that was, I was like why is, why is there a wolf in the corner? <laughs> He's like, oh, when we score, it goes across on a wire. And I was like, no way. So I had to find a video. <laughs> find a video <laughs> I always hear it from my buddies, though. I have some buddies who play in the OHL that live in Pittsburgh, and they're like, that thing on the wire, they can't stand it. Like, they, they hate it. Oh, I love it. I think it's even more awesome that teams, like, kind of acknowledge it, too. Oh, I know it's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's been stolen before. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't believe that guys actually like acknowledge it. Like you said, like it's a, it's unbelievable. But I mean, yeah, I guess it's just we're we're too used to it now. But yeah, um, that's wild. Um, and that year, so your first year, I mean, trade deadline comes. So this was last year. Everyone kind of they ship they kind of ship the farm, and then the Goyette. Delic and Kanyan was born. I mean, that line was firing at all cylinders. You guys were buzzing. I, and I, I remember you guys stole the show. It was a Shane Wright show, national TV on TSN. And the boys, fresh off the, the trade deadline, come in and steal the absolute show. Um, what was it? I mean, that time you guys were firing on, on all cylinders. What was it like just meshing the way you guys did? Yeah, I mean, kind of after the deadline, people, we felt like kind of losing uh chase tomer um guy people kind of wrote us off like yeah the season's over like whatever and we like we still want to make the playoffs we were like i don't know so i, I think together as a group we kind of took it as like uh that, that they don't believe in us like we'll, we'll go show them like uh and then goise at four that night so <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
clearly took yeah. a little more exception than me. I only had two apps, I think, but <laughs> still on the sheet though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Kind of in our second half, I feel like we almost. I don't know, like, I don't know exactly what our record was the second half of the year, but it felt like we were there most nights. Like, we were in the games. It was close. Like, not always the outcome we wanted to, but um, playing with Goise and Deli, I mean, they're both really sick players too. So um, just trying just trying to get some chemistry with them kind of in the second half, and it ended up working really well for us. So um felt like we kind of drove the team the second half and made a close push for the playoffs. Didn't quite get there, but we wanted it we were close yeah no doubt no doubt i mean then and you guys are here now so um i'm sure it's it's going to pay dividends even even next year too um and i mean dmac comes in early in the year what was it like transitioning to him i mean full show time straight off an nhl squad straight from the from the president's cup team yeah. uh it was wild so i mean what was it like when he got in what, what was the shift like when dmac uh, finally took over uh yeah, first I just remember like so we obviously got the news that uh DMAC was gonna be coaching us and we were pretty excited. Um guys were a little nervous, including myself, like I don't know what to expect. <laughs> like guys coming from the best team in the NHL to <laughs> so, uh, this, uh, I don't know if he's gonna be in for a rude awakening or what. But no, DMAC's been really awesome. Like he's he's a hard coach to kind of play for, but in the right ways. So like he, he expects a lot out of every guy yeah. and kind of the way it needs to be. Like I've definitely been in his bad spots at times this year and his good spots. So like, it's just kind of figuring out what he wants from you and learning how to play, which um, learning how to play for him will obviously make you a better player just because of how much he expects from us. So I feel like it's definitely helped my game learning how to play for uh, him and kind of him teaching us and me just like, what it takes to be a professional every day. So it's been really yeah. awesome. And obviously the results speak for themselves. He's been doing yeah. a fantastic job. So yeah, hopefully uh, it continues. Yeah. Well, don't. Yeah. No, you've had great results. Lots of wins. Is there a new goal song in the room with the coaching change as well? Or who, what's going on with the mic or the aux cord in there? What's the goal um, song or win song? I don't know. The win song. We got a couple. Uh, we have to put our phones in the bag like before the game. So, uh, booty usually gets the music going, but, uh, what's the one song we always play? Um, I'm drawing a blank here. That's okay. Uh, we play, <laughs> uh, I know he always plays the one song. It's like green light by someone. Oh and, yeah, and, yeah. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. That's yeah, usually, think... that's usually tossed around in the room. And then we also play, um, Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. Trap Queen by uh Betty Wop. Betty Wop, yeah, yeah. That one's played a couple of times too. We one of those two usually put on right after we win. So it's pretty funny. I think all the boys love it. Yeah, no doubt. Is Booty is he manning the ox like at all times or like do you guys rip the music during uh practice days as well? Yeah, Booty's usually the ox guy on the bus, practice, pregame, everything. He likes it. <laughs> We give him a hard time, but he's usually a pretty good, pr- pretty good DJ. Yeah. Well, there you go. Unreal. Um, so mo- moving to the future here, obviously, you know, you- you're in playoffs now, but I guess what what's the future look like um, for Connie here and in, you know, maybe the next uh, few years here? Um, hopefully um, have a good playoff run this year. I mean, 
this year and next year. I think, like, I don't know about other teams in the league, but I think we're going to be probably one or two in the league, if I had to guess. Like, we're – I'm really excited. I'm hoping so, yeah. I'm really excited for this season and next season. Like, I, I just can't wait. I mean, um, hopefully everything falls in the line, but hopefully we have two good years here and then kind of see where that takes me. But um, I don't know. I don't really have any, like – Obviously, you want to play in the NHL, but um, we'll see kind of where these next two seasons end up, and hopefully I have good good years um, and someone takes notice. Yeah, no doubt, and I'm sure that that will happen. Um, another random question we got for you here. So we talk about a lot this season. We think the three and threes um, are a joke uh, in the OHL. They're a tough little stretch. We call it the the silver stick tournament. And I know you guys can't comment too much on it, but I guess what what's the longest three and three um, on the road for you guys, or what's your favorite three and three um, to hit if there is a favorite? The longest three and three. We've had a couple tough ones this year. Like a tough road trip was the Windsor Sag uh, Flint road trip. I think it was three and four we got a day off and um Saginaw that was still a tough one um usually we had like I think we had Mississauga Erie and then Hamilton that was a tough one that was definitely near the end of the year too the boys were pretty banged up after that (laughs) one (laughs) I think we swept that road trip though so that was pretty exciting but um I don't know any an easy I don't know if there is any easy three and threes but like maybe uh Friday home game, Sunday in North Bay. Or I mean, uh, Saturday in North Bay, and then Sunday at home again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that'd be an easier um, one. Yeah, unreal. Um, what what's your favorite? I guess. Oh, never mind. That's gonna be asked in the fast five, Macy. Yeah, yeah. You got. That's a good question to ask. But yeah, um, off season. What's the off season look like for you, Connie? Like what what's uh, what are you doing on on the ice, gym wise? Like what's the off season look like? How many rounds do you play in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I work out with um Zemgus Gergensen on Buffalo. Like oh, uh, yeah. yeah, he he's my neighbor actually. So oh, come on. In Pittsburgh, yeah. So I work out with him and like a group of other couple other guys and then I skate with a group of NHL guys in Pittsburgh, which is pretty cool. They let me skate with them. So um, pretty good, like, uh, summer routine there, skate and work out every day. And then usually after that, I'm straight to the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, and, and far as you did tell us, you are a big golfer. Um, yeah. What's the handicap? That's the first question we got to ask. I think right now my, like, it's called GIN in the U.S., like G-H-I-N. I don't know exactly what it yeah. stands for. I think I'm at, like, a 3.8. I'd have to double Whoa. check. Barzino so we was, got a stick on our hands here. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, there's times when I'm dialed in, I can I can put a, <laughs> a creep a good round together. Oh, that's unreal. Um, and what what court like what courses have you played here in Suds? I've played Timberwolf, Idlewild, which is real. I actually have my I call it like my Sudbury best round at the ID. I've played it once. And I shot even par seventy two, so oh, I was pretty. No, uh, yeah. Chim's Holy never smoke. even done that. I, yeah, no, I haven't. I think my best was like one or two, two over. ID's a fun course, yeah. That's where where we're uh, members at. Um, yeah, Geo took me there because I think Geo's a member there. So last year, right. he t- took me and Jack there, and we had a pretty fun round. And it was obviously better because I won. So. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, no, Gio, Gio's a beaut. Um, yeah, that's that's sick. Um, Masters pick. Do you have a pick for the Masters? Do you have anyone you like heading into it? I like. I don't know. Scotty's been hot, but I feel like he won it last year, and I don't know. Like, it's not often too many guys like win the Masters back to back. Oh yeah. Um, I'd love to see like if in a perfect world, I'd love to see Tiger Woods win. I just think that'd be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, winning again, but if I had to pick one, I don't know. Like this kind of like an off the board pick, but I feel like Xander Shoffley's been kind of. He's due, man. He is due. He needs a big major. I feel like he's always right there and just can never get it done. So maybe this year he gets it done. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm a Max Homa guy myself. I I I really do. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he can dial it in um, for sure. You have any take on the whole live thing, the whole live PGA? Like, it's wild now. Guys playing at the Masters. Like, it's going to be interesting when those guys meet up. Yeah, I kind of like it. Like, I don't know. It's hard to like kind of knock the guys for taking the money just because like if you're put in that situation, what are you doing? So a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to, I don't know. I think it's kind of, it makes it a little interesting. Like obviously I miss seeing kind of like DeChambeau and DJ on playing like uh what was the recent tournament? Like the, the players championship, like yeah, seeing those guys, I kind of like what DeChambeau brings to the game a little, little temper yeah. tantrum here there. I think for it's sure. I think it's funny. So I don't know, it'll be interesting kind of seeing who's matched up with who. And then, um, I don't know, I'd love to see like a Ryder Cup PGA versus Liv. I think that'd be electric. Like just people going nuts, that'd be insane to watch. I think, yeah. I don't know I don't know if it would ever happen, but it'd be pretty cool to watch. Oh, yeah. Like it it, it makes so much. I think, yeah, it'd be it'd be unbelievable to see be like what happens. like Russia hockey. Yeah, yeah it'd be, be something cool. like that, yeah. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Actually, that's another question. Uh, random questions popping up. Canada, U.S. play each other. Like, who are you cheering? I know you're born in Newmark. You kind of lived a little more in the States. Who are you cheering for when, when it comes down to it? I'm always cheering for Canada. I mean, okay, I World Juniors and stuff. Like, I don't. it's kind of like a running joke in our family that, like, my mom and my sister are the Americans because they're both, both born in the U.S., and me and my dad were both born in Canada, so a little little house divided, but we I'm always cheering for Canada. Okay. I like that. Okay. Good stuff. Um another golf question for you. Do you well, what courses are you playing uh back home? Um I play like the course I belong at is called Treesdale Golf and Country Club. It's a pretty nice course. Me and a couple other buddies uh who like I used to play hockey with or uh, members there so it's always uh we always play there all the time um yeah and then i've been dying to play oakmont one of my friends a member there but he said it's hard to get guys on but i i don't know i keep kind of giving him a hard time about it like i got come on i want to play well yeah no kidding help me out yeah yeah, yeah. So, how far um, is that from you it's it's about 40 minutes from my house so oh, a little yeah. bit of, a little bit worth, of a hike but worth it though Sure. Yeah, if you're playing Oakmont, I drive. I drive more yeah. than forty minutes to play there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, um, we got we have our own um golf matches. I'm not sure Farzi's filled the end. It's called the bench brawls. So we may have to get you in for one here with yep. uh, with Ferran for sure. Have to give you a lot of strokes. You know what? We're getting a lot of yeah, tons of strokes. But I'll take we'll as many. Give. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, unreal. Um. What, yeah, another golf story here. Okay, this is a Homer Homer one. So he said that, um, 
Booty, when you guys played Booty and Joe, he said it was all your fault that you guys uh, lost to lost to them golfing. Homer said it was my fault. Yeah, Homer says it was your fault. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even not even gonna comment on that one. I'm kidding. I felt like I had to kind of I had to keep Homer dialed in and try and play my best golf. You know, Homer, <laughs> one bad shot, he's kind of off the rails. He's he's in his head about shaft flex and stuff. I mean. I was trying my best <laughs> playing a one v two uphill battle for me, but <laughs> oh, that's so good. That no, is Homer's so a good, good. He's a good partner. He kind of he has his moments, just like everyone on the yeah. course. Um, just something he he kept getting in his head. He had a he thought he had a stiff shaft on his driver, and then I think it might have been we were just kind of <laughs> like putting around chipping at a Timberwolf. And Maddie Mayhew, our goalie coach, was like kind of yeah. just looking at the clubs and was like, Homer, like you're swinging a regular shift stat, a uh, regular um, flex shaft. He was like, No, it's stiff. And he's like, uh, No, it's not. So the whole, <laughs> whole round, Homer was like, Man, like someone lied to me. I'm swinging, a, I thought I was swinging a stiff. And he was just slicing everything left and right. He's like, It's the oh, shaft, man. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, that is so good. Stuff. Oh yeah, no. There's not not a lot of people that can snap it around uh, like Homer, as he, as he likes to say. I'm yeah. sure you, the stories are, are a lot. There's definitely yeah. a ton with with old Homer. <laughs> Certainly, one guy I miss uh, seeing at the rink every day, but he's doing good in yeah. Windsor. So happy for him, and hopefully, yeah, uh, we meet him in the the championship OHL championship. Yeah, so no, yeah pretty cool. Some... But um, hopefully, I I. Uh, plan on seeing homer over the summer maybe getting in a round or two with him so uh homer's sure. still one of my close friends and uh miss him a miss him a bunch yeah for sure yeah um we we do all miss uh homer for sure um one more before we get to our fast five this one comes from our boy jake burton um he said he said ask connie about the sewer story the sewer story bus broke down um yeah so if you want to take that away we were uh, we were coming back. It was the day of my birthday, actually. At, like, it's like a funny story. We we're I think we were coming back from Mississauga. Like, we played a seven o'clock game there, and it was like it was a cold day. Like, and so our bus broke down, kind of like hour and a half outside Sudbury. We were pulled over at a gas station. Like, we're just sitting there. Like, eventually, like you got to stand up and do something. So we all started like going around, walking outside, going to the gas station, and then. We opened up like the um, trunk of the uh, bus and we were like just kind of like pulling out bags to sit on. Even it was like minus like, I don't know, 20 outside. It was freezing, but we just didn't want to be on the bus. <laughs> and then someone like saw the soccer ball and we're like, oh, might as well kill some time. So we were all playing sewer at like minus 20 at like two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is- yeah, it was so funny. And then uh, even like Storts, our coach was playing with us. <laughs> Come so on, playing too. Yeah, it was kind of helped pass the time. It was fun too. So uh, that was kind of a funny story, and definitely one I won't forget. Yeah, no doubt. That's unbelievable. That's a great story. Just picture him um, stuck in Point of Barrow. Just oh yeah, just sewer. in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Single lane. These guys playing sewer ball. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, someone driving by, like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. Um, all right, before we let you go, Connie, we're going into our fast five now. Um, so it's five rapid fire questions, whatever comes to the top of your head, let it rip and, uh, we'll send it off to for the questions. 
All right, so we kind of teed this one up earlier. Sudbury Arena is your favorite arena. What's your second favorite arena in the OHL? I really like Kitchener. I mean, kind of like an old school barn, just with uh, new features and stuff. It was kind of cool. I, I I didn't know really what it was like before. I just heard guys say it was a cool arena, and then when you got there and it was packed, it was it was a really cool experience. Uh, where's your dream travel destination? Dream travel. Uh, I'd like to go to Dubai. I don't know. I like I'm like see lots of like cool cars and stuff there. It'd be cool to go there and see some of the cool cars. For sure. Yeah, like that. What's the favorite golf course you've ever played? Um, this course in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's called Pittsburgh Field Club. It's a really nice course. It was probably the coolest one I've ever played. There's actually an elevator that takes you from the 17th tee box to the 18th, or no, the 17th green to the 18th tee box. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy. Really, that's nuts. Like I've never an heard indoor of that. elevator yeah. or like an outdoor. It's a an outdoor elevator. Like it's shaft. an in, it's it's like a mine shaft, but like. The elevators indoor like it's it's crazy you have to look it up it's yeah. called Pittsburgh yeah. Field Club. it's insane like it's okay. i think the only thing in the world like it it's it's crazy okay <laughs> we'll do um what's your favorite ice cream flavor cotton candy <laughs> Calm <down. laughs> not uh, grandma's cupboard like homer no. there you go <laughs> <laughs> um and so honey you've been here for a few years now uh what's your favorite Sudbury restaurant I actually, I just started going this year. My billet took me for the first time. Respect is burning downtown. Yeah, really we good. had dinner there last yeah, week. Yeah, nice spot. Great spot for sure. Yeah, Definitely that's an elite spot. P&M's is tough. It's a close second, but respect yeah. is burning. I think, I think past it. It was really good. Yeah, awesome. Good stuff. Well, listen, Connie, thanks for coming on um, the pod. Best of luck in the playoffs. We'll be there, obviously, uh, cheering on, and, and best of luck in, in the future. And we'll definitely uh, – We'll have to get on the golf course and, and swing them. But uh, but thanks a lot for coming on the pod. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. That was the interview with Evan Connie. Thanks to Connie for coming on the podcast and chopping it up with the boys. That interview was brought to you by Pin Golf. Pin Golf, go get your range finders. They are completely sold out of the dart. But keep your eyes peeled. You never know. Something could be coming down the line with Pin Golf. B2B20, like always, on their website. You can go to our website, click the link down below, and you will get an auto 20 off your purchase. The best range finder at the best price in the game. We love Pin Golf and the best looking one. Um, but again, thanks to Connie for coming on. That's going to do it for the interview portion of week 102 playoffs coming right down the line here the boys are absolutely fired up to be there let's do it we will see you thursday for the rundown edition of the week see you then